Welcome to the Vanguard Church Podcast. You're about to hear a sermon from Vanguard Church Central in the heart of Colorado Springs. With every message, it's our prayer that you hear and learn how to live out your faith in real relationship with Jesus and with others. May your faith be strengthened, your hope increased, and your heart inspired to live for Jesus no matter the cost. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Well, good morning, Vanguard and Living Word. Welcome this morning. It's good to have you in the house. Uh, Today is a special day for a lot of reasons, and so give me just a few moments to kind of chronicle those for you. I first want to welcome the Lobato family. Uh, Would you guys put your hands together and welcome them this morning? I'll tell you who they are. I asked Adam this morning when they came through the door, I said, are you all new to Vanguard? He said, I'm here to get baptized today. And I'll tell you why we're doing a baptism today. Um, Adam, you said 13 or 14 years ago. You can't remember for sure. 13 and a half half years ago. Now, you wouldn't know this, Adam, but 13 and a half years ago was the darkest season of this church's existence. Okay. Okay. And so God brought you to faith in this room, in a service, during a message, during the darkest season, and I had no idea God did that. And I just want you to know that today you're going to see the fruit of Adam getting baptized today. He lives in Phoenix, and his family's here visiting today, and he asked that we make an exception to when we do baptism. So I asked the staff, uh, can we make an exception? And they said, for baptism always. And so there are staff today that put all of this together. Would you put your hands together and thank our staff for all their hard work? And Danielle, you said to me this morning that you just, you and your kids swam in uh, Travis's swimming pool. You all would know who that is, but that's my kid's pastor in Phoenix. And I said, you go to Antioch? She said, no, we live 40 minutes away, right? Is that, is that right? And, and so I want you to understand that if you keep showing up, God shows out. God keeps putting things together to remind you that he forgets nothing about the story of your life, the story of faith, and what God has for us in our walk with him. Today is Pentecost Sunday. Now, we have never as a church in our 26 years emphasized this day till today. And Pentecost Sunday was the day in which the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter 2 came and descended upon all of the different tribes of Israel that were represented in Jerusalem because of Shabbat. You go, what is Shabbat? Sounds like like a German car or something, right? Shavat is that celebration that occurred, you ready? 50 days after Israel left Egypt, they arrived to Mount Sinai. And at Mount Sinai, they received the commands of the Lord. They received, uh, and Ezekiel says to us, listen, I, God gave you these, these written codes. Now I'm going to what? Write it on your heart. Isn't that awesome? And so they all got together for Shabbat, for Pentecost. Jesus fulfilled the Passover through his resurrection. And then the Holy Spirit descending on the people fulfilled Pentecost 
on the day in which they received the Spirit and they spoke in tongues. Now, some have said, uh, were those tongues languages or was it a spirit language? Yes. Yes. When Living Word, who've been in our church for six years now, they came July of 2017, a significant month in my own life personally. When they came to Vanguard in July of 2017, uh, they were already 12 years of age. Now they're 18 years of age. And they had a conference where they were praying for Pastor Claudia, praying for her ministry, praying for her anointing. And I came in this room and they were leading us in worship like they were this morning. By the way, amazing, absolutely amazing. Thank you for feeding our souls. Amen. I stood right here in the altar and as they led Spanish, I began to sing. And I began to understand what I was singing. You go, I don't believe you. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. The great thing, Steve, about getting old is you don't care as much anymore. Like God showed up. God showed up and God showed out. And I'm telling you, as I listened to that music, I understood every word I was singing and I did not listen well in Spanish when I was in school. I want you to know that. Sorry, Pastor Claudia. God can do whatever God wants to do. But sometimes we don't want him to do certain things. And as Jesus said, I would have done more miracles in your town, but you didn't want them. You didn't want them. Well, I want them. I want whatever God has for me. I want all of it. I don't want to get to heaven and go, look. I go, what's that? That's what you could have had. No, I want it, God. And you have not because you asked not. So, God, we ask you today to give us all that you want to give us in our lives, even if we don't understand it, even if we can't explain it. Listen to me. All the bad's going to happen whether you receive the good or not. So you might as well stop holding off and pushing and resisting the good that God has for you because the bad is inevitable, okay? Whether you walk with them, whether you don't, the bad is inevitable. We see it everywhere. But we invite the goodness of God today to speak to us. So what's going to happen today is that we're going to go into Ezekiel 47. Pastor Claudia is going to lead us in the first half. And then I'm going to come, and it won't be as good. I won't be as good as her, just so you know. Uh, I'll come and finish up. Ezekiel 47 says this, and I want, you to, I want you to dwell on this thought. Wherever the river flows, this is the Message Bible, Wherever the river flows, life flourishes. Wherever the river flows, Ezekiel 47, we're going to look at it today, life flourishes. And so we say to the Lord today, because that river is his Holy Spirit that now lives inside of us. And we say to God today, let it flow, Lord. Can you say it with me? Let it flow. Let it flow. I want to encourage you to share the service today. Invite the Spirit into social media. It needs a lot of redemption, trust me. And would you put your hands together and would you welcome my friend uh, and pastor of Living Word, Pastor Claudia. Come on. Hallelujah. 
¿Cómo están? Wow, everybody speak, speak, speak Spanish, ¿ah? Huh? It's good to be here with you. And Mandy, speak English for me. De nada. Estoy muy contenta de estar aquí. I'm very happy to be here. Creo en el Señor. I believe in the Lord. Creo en los dones del Espíritu Santo. I believe in the gifts Creo of the Spirit. Creo en el poder vivo y activo del Espíritu Santo. Creo en el poder vivo y activo del Espíritu Santo. I believe in the active power of the Holy Spirit. Eh, no soy una mujer con doctrinas profundas. I'm not a woman with profound doctrine. Predico un evangelio práctico. I speak of a practical Pero creo que gospel, Dios no es histórico. But I believe it's not Él just a circle. That he is real. Él está aquí. That he is here. Él aún se mueve. That he still moves. Él aún obra. He still works. Él aún cambia vidas. He still changes Él lives. Él aún transforma mentes. He still transforms lives. Él es real. He is real. Él está en su iglesia. He is in Él es el poder de la iglesia. He is the power Él es la unción de la iglesia. He is the Él of the mueve church. la iglesia hacia adelante. He moves the church forward. La iglesia es un organismo. The church is an organism vivo that is alive y activo. And active. Estoy aquí I am here porque creo en los milagros. Because I believe in miracles. Y el primero que quiero compartir es muy simple. And the first thing I want to share is y muy práctico. And very practical. Hace siete años. It's been a couple el, years. El Señor me dijo, the Lord told me, tú vas a ir a vanguardia. you're going to go to Vanguard. Y mis prejuicios religiosos decían, and my religious judgment said, no, Señor. no Lord, Yo soy una pastora. I'm a pastor. Ellos son bautistas. They're Baptists. Ellos no creen en el ministerio de la mujer. They don't believe in the ministry of a y woman. Yo soy una Latina. And I'm a Latin woman. Tenía todo en mi contra. I had everything against Pero Dios me. Usa a los hombres But God uses para men hacer milagros. to do miracles. El Espíritu Santo. The Holy Spirit me abrió la puerta. opened the door. Llegué a la puerta principal. I went to the first door. Pregunté por el pastor. I asked for pastor. Me dijeron, es aquel looking guy que está allá. They said, it's that good looking guy over there. Y me encontró el pastor Kelly. And I found pastor Kelly. Y le dije en tres minutos. And I told him in three minutes. Nuestra visión. Our vision. Y nuestra misión. And our mission. Hasta hoy lo digo y lo sostengo. To this day I say Pude mirar el amor de Jesús en sus ojos. I could see the love of I Pude God in his mirar eyes. la visión de Dios en sus ojos. I could see the vision of God in his Pude eyes. mirar la generosidad de Dios en sus ojos. I could see the generosity of God in his no eyes. No me dejó hablar mucho. He didn't let me speak a lot. So, Solo me dijo, yes. He just told me, sí. Sí. Yes. Queremos que la iglesia latina We want the Latin church venga a vanguardia. To come to vanguard. Esa mañana, esa tarde, that afternoon, sucedió un milagro a miracle occurred, como el que está sucediendo hoy. Like the one that's occurring today. Algo histórico. Something historic. Nadie puede creer no one can believe que un pastor bautista that a Baptist pastor, americano who is American, invite a una pastora mujer pentecostal invites a pentecostal a woman predicar un domingo. to predicar Preach on a Sunday. Pero no estoy aquí. But I'm not just here. Ni por asuntos de razas. For reasons of race. doctrinas. Or of doctrine. Estoy aquí como dijo Pablo. I'm here like Paul said. Por el poder del evangelio. By the power of the gospel. No me avergüenzo del I'm, evangelio. I'm not ashamed of the porque gospel. Porque es poder de Dios. Because it's the power of God. Y el espíritu de Dios. And the spirit of sigue God. Sigue movilizando a la iglesia. Continues mobilizing hacia the el frente. Forward. Siempre hacia el frente. Always going forward. Siempre a la victoria. Always to victory. Siempre a la bendición. No sé qué el diablo quiera que tú creas. Pero yo estoy aquí para decirte. El diablo es mentiroso. Jesucristo es la verdad. Hoy es el día del Pentecostés. Hoy es un día nuevo. Hoy es un día de movimiento. Hoy es un día de activación.
activación. Hoy es un día de fuego. Hoy es un día de gloria. Yo no lo siento a usted, pero yo siento al Espíritu Santo. Y estoy aquí para decirte, Jesús llega al pozo de Jacob y la mujer samaritana tenía tantas heridas en su alma. Tenía un pasado tan doloroso pero necesitaba agua natural y en el capítulo 4 de Juan en el versículo número 10 le voy a pedir a Mandy que lo lea por favor Jesús respondió If you only knew the gift God has for you and who you are speaking to, you would ask me and I would give you living water. En, en, en Ezequiel vemos a Ezequiel uh, teniendo la visión de un río. In Ezekiel we see that he had a vision of a river. Pero aquí en Juan But here in John, tenemos a una mujer we have a woman con un pasado doloroso, with a painful past, con muchas cicatrices, with a lot of scars, con muchas heridas, with a lot of hurts, con un cántaro. With a, with a jar. Esta mujer and this woman quería suplir sus necesidades externas to her ante el Dios the God que suple las necesidades internas. Who supplies internal necessities. Esta mujer está hablando desde su cántaro this woman is speaking from her jar y desde el pozo de Jacob, and from the well of Jacob al Dios de la visión del río de Ezequiel. To the God of the vision of Ezekiel. Ella tiene una visión tan corta, She has such a short vision, tan básica, so basic, yo digo tan doméstica, I say so domestic, porque a veces nuestro cristianismo es así, doméstico, because sometimes our Christianity is just that, domestic, básico y externo, basic and external, cuando en realidad, when in reality, el cristianismo, Christianity, y la vida de Dios, and the life of God, es profunda, is profound, no es un cántaro, it's not a es God, un río, it's a river, no es un pozo de agua estancada. It's not a well of es un río. It's a river. Salta para vida eterna. It rises for no eternal life. No es un Dios que suple nuestras necesidades básicas. He's not a God who supplies basic necessities. Aunque lo hace. Although he does it. Pero también es un Dios. But he is also a God. Que suple nuestras necesidades eternas. That supplies our eternal necessities. Y espirituales. And spiritual ones. Es una es una lástima. It's sad. Que gente cristiana esté muriendo de hambre y no hablo de pan natural hablo del pan espiritual es una lástima que la iglesia tenga tanta sed y no de, so no de agua sino de las aguas del río del espíritu estamos en tiempos tan decadentes allá afuera en el mundo que a la iglesia le queda una sola opción that the church has one option left ser lleno de la presencia de Dios to be filled with the presence of God nadar en el espíritu del, en, en el río del espíritu to swim in the river of the spirit en ese río que nos sacia nuestra sed in that river that, that quenches our thirst en ese río que nos sumerge en la vida de Dios he's the river 
God submerges us in the life of Christ. La samaritana quería agua. The Samaritan woman wanted water. Y, y, y Jesús respeta su necesidad básica. And Jesus respects her basic necessity. Pero Jesús la lleva a verse en su, en su necesidad real. But Jesus takes her to see her realistic necessity. En su necesidad espiritual. Her spiritual necessity. En su necesidad eterna. Her eternal necessity. Y le invita a que llame a su marido. And he invites her to call her husband. Y ahí sale toda la verdad. And the whole truth comes out there. Le dice ella no tengo marido. She says I don't have a husband. Y Jesús usando el don de ciencia dice. And, and Jesus using the gift of knowledge says. No tienes marido porque has tenido cinco. You don't have a husband because you've had five. Y el que ahora tienes. And now you have. No es tu marido. The one you have isn't your husband. Ella lo mira. She looks at him. Y le dice me parece que eres un profeta. And she says I think you're a prophet. Y cuando Jesús le habla de su realidad. And when Jesus speaks of her reality. Entonces ella comienza a hablar asuntos religiosos. Then she begins to speak of religious things. Y religiosidad no es espiritualidad. And religiousness is not spiritualness. Y le dice, ustedes los judíos dicen que debemos adorar en este monte y nosotros los samaritanos decimos que en este otro monte. And she tells him, hey, you just say y'all need to worship at this mountain and us the Samaritans at this other mountain. Y ella empieza a ser tratados que el pastor Kelly no hace. And she begins to make contracts that Pastor Kelly does not do. Asuntos doctrinales. Doctrinal. ¿Cuál es tu things? doctrina? What's your doctrine? ¿Cuál es tu denominación? What's your denomination? ¿Qué crees tú? What do you think? Jesús vuela por encima de eso. Jesus goes above. Le dice mujer la hora viene y la hora es. He says woman the time is Cuando se va a tratar de adorar a Dios. When we will worship God. En espíritu y en verdad. In spirit and in truth. Por encima de nuestras creencias. Above our beliefs. Por encima de nuestros conceptos. Above our concepts. Por encima de nuestras razas. Above our races. De nuestros idiomas. Our languages. Nos tenemos que elevar asuntos espirituales. We have to elevate to spiritual El Padre levels. viene a buscar adoradores. The Father comes to look for worshipers. Que adoren en espíritu en verdad entonces la mujer sabe que la sed que ella tiene será saciada por el Espíritu que Jesús posee el mismo Espíritu que tenía Daniel donde lo describen como un Espíritu superior Jesús le muestra a ella hay asuntos más altos que los naturales y te voy a saciar Gonna quench your con el agua del Espíritu with the water of the Spirit. este cántaro que tú posees This jar that you carry. es demasiado pequeño ante tu gran necesidad It's too small before your basic necessity. estoy aquí para decirle a alguien I'm here to tell someone, deja de autoproveerte quit trying to provide for yourself. deja que Dios te provea Let God be your provider. deja a Dios ser Dios en tu vida Let God be God in your life. deja que el Espíritu de Dios mueva el río de tu agua estancada Let the Spirit of God move your stilled water. Me gusta, me gusta ver unos cuantos que sonríen mientras predico. I like seeing the couple that smile when I preach. Pero hay gente aquí que debería estar cansada. But there's people here who are tired. De lo mismo, lo mismo y lo mismo. Of having Sunday to Sunday to Sunday. Voy al, voy al, voy al pozo con mi cántaro cada domingo. I'm going to the well with my jar every Sunday. Pero no pasa nada en mi espíritu. But nothing happens in my spirit. No, 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 no,
subo mi nivel espiritual. I don't raise my spiritual level. No siento la presencia de Dios. I don't feel the presence of God. No siento la vida de Dios en mi espíritu. I don't feel the life of God in my spirit. Tengo un cántaro lleno de cicatrices. I have a jar filled with scars. Pero este es un domingo de Pentecostés. But this is Pentecost Sunday. El Espíritu de Dios me envió. The Spirit of God sent me. Para remover el agua. To remove the water. Y creo en el poder de la palabra. And I believe in the power of the word. Y el word. Espíritu que sacó a Cristo de entre los muertos. And the Spirit that took Christ out of the dead. Se está moviendo sobre este lugar. Is moving upon this place. Como se movía sobre las aguas en Génesis 1. Like he moved upon the waters in Genesis 1. No estoy aquí para convencerte de nada. I'm not here to convince you of anything. Estoy aquí para impartirte la vida de Dios. I'm here to share the life of Christ. Nadie da lo que no tiene. Nobody can give what they don't have. Pero la vida de Dios está en mi espíritu. And the life of God is in my y estoy aquí para decirle a Vanguardia es un nuevo tiempo del mover de Dios para ustedes Dios quiere hacer milagros Dios quiere salvar la ciudad Dios quiere que el Evangelio se predique Vanguardia entrarás a un nuevo movimiento del Pentecostés ¿por qué lo tendríamos que hacer? porque el Señor es real no es historia no es historia Veo a alguien diciendo, I see someone saying, quiero eso. I want that. Veo a otros diciendo, I see others saying, no me importa. I don't care. Voy a avanzar I'm gonna advance, porque solo tengo unos minutos I only have a of y los míos los gasta Mandy en inglés. And Mandy is wasting mine in English. Eso no es justo. So it's not fair. Cuando Jesús resucita, when Jesus resurrects, aparece a sus discípulos. He appears to his disciples. Y dice que sopla sobre ellos. And he says he blows upon them. El Espíritu Santo los llena. And the Spirit fills them. Pero no empieza una manifestación como el capítulo 2 de Hechos. But a manifestation doesn't happen like chapter 2 of Acts. Pero lo que sí sucede, but what does occur, es el 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 la figura que había sucedido en el monte Sinaí con Moisés. ¿Cómo quisiera bajarme y correr para predicar esto? Oh, I would want to get down and run to preach this. Pero debo guardar la compostura. But I'm going to contain my composure. Pero en el monte Sinaí, but on Mount Zion, Moisés sube al monte. Moses goes up to the mount para recibir las tablas de la ley, ya lo mencionó el pastor. To receive the laws of the commandments. Pero hay un suceso. But there's something that occurs. Dice que el que el monte el monte temblaba. It says that the mountain would shake. Y hay una palabra donde dice que el pueblo de Israel estaba that, a, a las faldas del monte. That the people of Israel are surrounding the base of the mountain. Y dice que veían el sonido. And it says that they could see the sound. Y yo les pregunto, iglesia. And I ask you, church. El sonido se escucha o se ve? Do you hear or do you see a sound? ¿Verdad que se escucha? Right, you hear it. Pero ellos lo veían. But they could see it. Porque Dios le había abierto los sentidos espirituales a su pueblo. Because God had opened the spiritual senses of his people. Porque ese día del Pentecostés. Because that day at Pentecost. No solo se les daría la, las tablas de la ley. Not only were the commandments given. No solo se les daría un pacto. Not only was a pact given. También bajaría un sonido del cielo a la tierra. A sound of heaven would descend to earth. Haciendo una figura. Making a figure. Que años después. That years after. Lo que ahora era un sonido. What is now a sound. Vendría a ser un poder para la iglesia. 
would come to be a power for the church. Ahora lo que mira, lo que escuchan los judíos en el monte. Now what the Jews hear on the mount. Dice que el, templ el monte temblaba. Say, they say that the mount would shake. Y caía, se veía el fuego. And that you could see the fire. El humo. The smoke. El humo como una figura. The smoke as a figure. De que después en hechos. But after an acts. Vendría el pueblo a ser lleno del fuego del Espíritu Santo. The people would come to be filled with the the fire of the Holy Spirit. Y lo que sucede en el monte Sinaí. And what happens on Mount Zion. Para el nuevo pacto. For the new pact. Vendría a ser un tercer nuevo pacto. Would come to be. Perdón, un segundo nuevo pacto. A second new pact. Para la iglesia. For the church. En el capítulo 2 de Hechos. In chapter 2 of Acts. Dice que los discípulos estaban en el aposento alto. It says that the disciples were in the upper room. Qué curioso. How weird. Moisés está en el monte arriba del monte. Moses is on top of the mountain. Y los discípulos arriba del aposento. And the disciples in the upper room. Porque para poder entender a Dios. Because to be able to understand God. Tenemos que elevarnos un poquito más de la we tierra. We have to elevate a little bit higher. Un poquito más de lo común. A little bit higher. Un poquito than what's más arriba de lo ordinario. A little bit higher. Un poquito than más arriba de la tradición. A little bit higher than tradition. Un poquito más arriba de la religión. A little bit higher Tenemos than religion. Tenemos que abrir nuestros sentidos espirituales. We have to open our spiritual senses. Y saber que para vivir un Pentecostés. And know that to live a Pentecost. Tendré que dejar de ser común. I will have to quit being normal. Hay una hay una interpretación. There's an interpretation. Con esto termino. And with this I'll finish. Donde en donde dicen los estudiosos. Where the studious say que el pueblo de Israel observa el sonido that the people of Israel observe the sound porque lo que Dios está diciendo because what God is saying tengo un nuevo pacto con ustedes is I have a new pact with you y era como que era una, un escenario como que Dios estaba haciendo una un, un compromiso matrimonial con ellos and it was a scene as if God was making a new um, matrimony with them lo mismo que vendría a ser después con la iglesia well the same thing that would come to be come to happen este in the church este es mi ley esta es mi ley. This is my law. Estos son mis mandamientos. These are my commandments. El monte humeaba. And the mountain would move. Temblaba. And it would shake. Como temblaba el aposento alto. The way the upper en esos dos. In those times. Hay un, hay un nuevo escenario. There's a new scene. Hay un nuevo suceso. There's a new success. Quieren entrar en pacto conmigo, decía Dios. Do you want to enter pact with me? Y desde acá abajo el pueblo respondía. And from down here the people sí. would say, yes. Nos comprometemos con tu pacto. We commit with your pact. Cuando el Espíritu Santo viene en Hechos 2. When the Spirit of God comes in Acts 2. El Señor le había dicho a los discípulos. The Lord had told the disciples. Van a recibir poder. To receive power. Cuando venga sobre ustedes el Espíritu Santo. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Y me van a hacer testigos en Jerusalén. And you're going to be witnesses in Jerusalem. En Colorado Springs. In Colorado Springs. En Denver. In Denver. En Estados Unidos. In the United States. Va a venir un poder sobre la iglesia. A power will come upon Van the church. Van a ser imparables. And it's going to be unstoppable. Inestoppable, I like it. <laughs> y quienes interpretan esto dicen. And those who interpret this say. Poder dunamis dunamis dinamita dynamite pero hay otra palabra but there's another word poder power no es solo dinamita it's not just dynamite es dinastía it's a dynasty 
y la palabra dinastía and the word dynasty, lo que Jesús está diciendo saying, van a tener mi mismo ADN is you're gonna have my DNA. voy a levantar una familia llamada iglesia I'm gonna raise up a family con mi ADN poderoso with a powerful con DNA, un ADN imparable with an unstoppable con un ADN DNA, valiente with a valiant con DNA, un ADN ungido with an anointed que irán DNA, solo al frente and he pushed them Herodes forward. no los podrá detener Nobody will be able to hold them Roma back. no los podrá detener la persecución no los podrá detener el COVID no los podrá detener tendrán mi ADN irán al frente siempre siempre adelante a causa del Espíritu que los tomó porque si son mi familia dice el Señor tienen mi poder tienen mi ADN tienen mis derechos yo no sé si alguien lo emociona eso tienen los derechos de ser hijo de Dios no tienen los derechos solo al estanque como pensaba la samaritana también tienen los derechos al río de Ezequiel y tú decides o visito todos los domingos mi estanque con mi cántaro o me sumerjo en el río de Dios Pastor Claudia, you're anything but normal, just so you know. All right, can you give her one more hand? I think it's so amazing how 500 years before the coming of Jesus, God gives Ezekiel this vision. And he says, there's going to be a river of healing that is going to flow through my people. And I am going to do miracles through you, through you. Do you understand that God does miracles, but he does them through his church? You say, what? Yes, he gives us the gifts. And he wants us to be his hands and to be his feet. And my question to you today is, is the river of God flowing through you Is it stagnant? Does it stink? Or is it alive? Is it alive? You know as well as I do that water that is shut up that can't move stanketh. That's the King James, all right? All right? But water that flows, right? There is a life that flourishes from flowing water from water. So how does the river of God flow through us? And if you have your program, I want to encourage you to open it because I want to briefly show you as we come to the end of this magnificent five-month series where I don't believe there's a book in the Bible that points to Jesus more than the book of Ezekiel. This has been such a powerful series of seeing the working of God. And God says to Ezekiel, uh, in Ezekiel 47.1, he gives him the vision again. And he shows him uh, the same man that he saw in Ezekiel 1. And then he says, I could see the water flowing out through the south side. And in that moment, 
He's connecting Ezekiel 1 with Ezekiel 47. This entire book is coming together. And then he says, I want you to measure it. And when he measures it, he eventually says, it is so deep that I can't cross it. I can't cross it. Now go back to Ezekiel 1. I want you to see this. On July 31st, while I was with the Judean exiles beside this river, this river. Do you understand that the very river that represents the exile of your life is the very river that you're going to ride a boat out of the exile of your life to do the miraculous for what God has created you to do? And if you run from the pain of your life because it hurts so much, you're going to miss the miracle God's going to do through the pain of your life. Amen? And at some point, you got to wait for God's boat. And you're going to get in that same water that exiled you. And you are going to be used by Almighty God to be in water that's deeper than you can cross. And God is going to take that same 23 in my life that was a curse, and he's going to show you how he'll turn it into a blessing. But we have to wait at times and be uh, at times confused by what's taking place. Look at verse 6. He asked me, have you been watching, son of man? Then he led me back along the riverbank. I love this. I was surprised by the sight of many trees. Now, if you've lived west, you know trees are rare, right? And whenever we see trees, we see an oasis. Whenever we see an oasis, we see peace, we see rest, we see blessing. And what's interesting is this very river that started out as a symbol of exile, he now sees trees growing around it. That's in the vision. The river that he stood by, the literal river, is now figuratively and metaphorically a river that is going to flourish with life. And see, God will take the literal, broken, exiled nature of your existence and he will produce a miraculous vision, a metaphor of life that is going to flourish through you. It's a beautiful, beautiful picture. So how does, the, how does this river flow through us? Number one, God brings dead us back to life through it. God brings dead us back to life through it. Pastor Claudia talked to us about John chapter 4, verse 10, and he shows us, you go, yeah, but you don't know my story. No, you don't know my God. Amen? Because his grace is greater than the shame of your story. His grace is greater, greater than the shame you feel. So when you look over your shoulder, only look over your shoulder to your past to be reminded of how great God is making your future. Amen? You go, yeah, but no, 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 you don't understand. The sin of your past is not your business anymore. It's not your business anymore. Yesterday's sin, confessed today, is not your business anymore. Let it go. Let it go. Flow on down that river. Let it go and live. Don't be stagnant because of your past choices. 
Don't let the past define your future. Don't let the devil steal your future blessing because you lost your past blessing. Amen? God's got more for you. God's got more for you. The river flows now. Romans 6, 3, he says, live these new lives. Live these new lives. See, baptism is a beautiful symbol, and Adam's going to give us this example today. Adam's going to go down in the water after he gives his testimony. He's going to be baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, buried with Christ, raised to walk in real relationship with Jesus Christ. And Adam, you're going to be Mr. 3,341. Amen. Amen. Isn't that awesome? And then I think we got nine more next week. So this is an incredible moment of seeing the Spirit move. But look at verse 11. I want you to see this. But the marshes and the swamps will not be purified. They'll still be salted. God gives Ezekiel a vision of an eternal river that's going to change everything. And then he says, I want to let you know something. There's still going to be some marshes in your life. Not marsh, not Martians, marshes, right? On the back of our farm, we have this frog pit marsh. And it's algae it's kind of gross and it's kind of stagnant, okay? God wants us to know that as his river flows through our lives, he gets that there is still some marsh in all of our lives. We all have stagnation. We all have moments of sinfulness, selfishness, self-saturatedness, Look at Romans 7, 18. Paul writes this. See, Romans 6, you're dead. Romans 8, you're walking in the Spirit. But Romans 7 is where we all live sometimes. And let me paraphrase it for you. I know what I'm supposed to do as a Christian, but sometimes I don't do it. I don't do it. And where do I go there? Where do I go? I go back to the reality that God sees that. God does not excuse my sin, but he will always forgive my sin. God never busts the chops of Israel for sinning. He only busts their chops for not confessing, for not saying to him, sorry that we sinned against you. And you know as well as I do, I turned 52 this week, I get tired of telling God I'm sorry. But God never gets tired of hearing me confess my sin. And God understands that until uh, I lay this physical body down and I get my eternal body, that I will battle sin in some capacity until the day I die. Now, Lord willing, I gain greater victory. So number two, how do we live in this allow this river to flow through us. God purifies, you ready, our saltiness through drowning us in it. God purifies our saltiness, our marsh parts of our lives, the stagnated part. Do you know why the Dead Sea is dead? Because nothing flows through it. And God is purifying the saltiness of your life And you go, this is going to kill me. I got news for you. It won't. It's actually going to resurrect you. What you are going through is going to kill your flesh, but it is going to give life to your soul. Amen? 
So what is it? Adam, you said, I don't remember the sermon, but you said that it was about palms up, okay? So what is it in your life that you need to go palms up and say, Lord, I can't do this without you. I can't do this without you. Revelation chapter 2, verse 7. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. To everyone who's victorious, I'm going to give fruit from the tree of life in the paradise of God. So listen. Now who is... Look at John chapter 20, verse 20. He's talking about the Spirit here. As Jesus spoke after the resurrection, he showed them the wounds in his hands and in his side. They're filled with joy when they saw the Lord. And again, he said, peace be with you as the Father has sent me, so I'm sending you. Then he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Jesus' resurrection fulfilled the Passover. The coming of the Holy Spirit we see in Acts chapter 2 is the fulfillment of Pentecost. And what we see in verse 4 is that the Holy Spirit gave them the ability to begin to speak in languages. Languages. Every one of us um, speak at least one language, right? There's one of us in the room that speaks six, right, Justin? Right? The language that God speaks transcends the number of languages you speak. And if you say to God, I want to experience you beyond my capacity to understand, there are experiences that lie ahead of you that will be inexplicable to you. And if you can explain everything that God has done in your life, it probably wasn't God. There are going to be things that God is going to do that you're not going to be able to understand. And you have to trust him with those things in your life that don't make any sense to you. So God gives them the ability. Peter preaches, and look at verse 21, but everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. See, church, we are in the eternal business, okay? And what that means is we have to be focused on making sure that we live in a world and we engage a world and let them know that eternity is coming. It's coming. And anyone that wants to believe, anyone can believe. It's your choice. You get to decide. God will not make that choice for you. Look at Acts 1.6. Jesus, when he was with the disciples, they kept asking him, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? Are you going to finally put the president in office that we want? I'm not sure that person exists anymore. But anyway, let's go on. He replied, the Father alone has the authority to set those dates and times, and they are not for you to know. Huh. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you'll be my witnesses telling people about me where? Everywhere. Everywhere. I've got two kids and a son-in-law that are somewhere I can't say right now. And they are doing missions work and have for the month of May. And God is moving through their lives. And let me just tell you something, moms and dads. Raise your kids to do what God has called them to do. 
not what you want them to do. And don't raise your kids to like you. Raise your kids to love Jesus. Amen? And sometimes your kids, you ready, moms and dads? Sometimes your kids will hate you because you're teaching them to love him. And you got to be able to take that. You got to be able to take that sometimes. You got to have a thick enough skin and a soft enough heart to fall on your knees and to say to God Almighty, they're yours. They're yours. They're yours. And some days you go, yes, they are his. <laughs> so how does the river flow? Number three, God's spirit river flows through us to others. It flows through us to others. Revelation 22, 1. Then the angel showed me a river. Yes. In the eternal kingdom, there'll be a river. With the water of life, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. It flowed down the center of the main street. Now on each side of the river grew a tree of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit. With a fresh crop each month, the leaves were used for medicine to heal the nations. Isn't that awesome? No longer will there be a curse upon anything. For the throne of God and of the Lamb will be there, and his servants will worship him. They'll see his face, and his name will be written on their foreheads. There'll be no more night there, no need for lamps or sun, for the Lord God will shine on them. Jesus says, look, I'm coming soon. Come on, Jesus, I'm ready, by the way. Blessed are those who obey the words of the prophecy written in this book. Look, I'm coming soon, bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to their deeds. I'm the Alpha, the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Only he can say that. Blessed are those who wash, you catch it, wash their robes in this river. They'll be permitted to enter the gates of the city and eat the fruit of the tree of life. So how does the river flow through us? Number four, God, that is Jesus, rewards our stewardship of it in us. God rewards our stewardship of the river in us. Do you understand that, that you get to decide, as Pastor Claudia said, some of us are not sure we want it. Some of us have tried it and feel disappointed, discouraged. We've, we've experienced loss. We've experienced this. We've, we're, we didn't get what we thought we would get. We didn't get the blessing we wanted. God's got one for us, but we don't want it. We want the one he won't give us. And God's got something that he wants to say to each one of us. If you will trust me and let the river flow, you're going to go places and do things and be somebody you never thought you could ever be. But if it's all about you and you controlling you and you controlling your surroundings and you making it about you, listen, grief is a real thing, but grief is for the purpose of redemption. It's not for the purpose of wallowing. And you gotta get up. You gotta get up. You go, no, you don't understand. No, you don't understand. I've been grieving for decades, and my God is worth it. He's worth it. He's worth it. Amen? Amen? And see, if you see a river flowing through me, it's because I decided to get up. And I decided to get in the boat. And occasionally, Steve, guess what? He lets me walk on water. 
Amen? And then I drown and I have to get back in the boat, all right? But there are moments, let me tell you something, there's transcendent moments, aren't there, Pastor Claudia? When you go, oh, 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 this is powerful. This is powerful. Listen to me. The river has been flowing through Vanguard for 26 years plus now. And because of that, you know, people go, well, where'd all that 3,340 go? I don't know, but I'll tell you where 3,341 went to Phoenix. Amen? And we get to see life change today. We get to see the best sermon you'll ever hear, the sermon of a life changed forever. Amen? Amen. Would you give Adam a hand? Because I don't know if you know this or not. There's not one person in the front row here. There's five. There's another generation that's now being impacted by your faithfulness to live out this calling. Heavenly Father, this is your church. This is your church, Lord. And if I ever thought it was mine, forgive me, God. This is your church. And the river is flowing through this church through Vanguard, through Living Word, through other churches in our city. And we, Lord, are trying to do what you've asked us to do. We've gotten in the boat. The water's deeper than we can can imagine or fathom. And, Lord, we are seeing you turn exile into redemption. We're seeing you take curses and turn them into blessings. And, Lord, today we just say to you, Thank you, Jesus, for sending your Holy Spirit. 3,000 came to Christ in one day when the Spirit came. God, thank you for using our lives. And I pray for my brother Adam today, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would give him courage to speak his testimony, courage to live the calling that you've placed on he and his family. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's children said, Amen. Would you give Living Word and Pastor Claudia one more hand today, our worship team, Pastor Tasha. Thanks for listening to the Vanguard Central Podcast. We encourage you to go out and live your faith in real relationship with Jesus and with others. God bless you, friend. See you next time.